0: giving you the real from A to Z, surrounding the Dallas Cowboys, news, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports, live with Will Steele. Oh, man. Here we go, man.
1: Three, two, one.
2: Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We stream it live on YouTube, and of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. Steel, boom. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. Welcome in. So y'all know how Mondays go. Mondays, whether we win, whether we lose, a lot of emotion. Mostly we're we're talking about the emotions of the game. Tuesday, we discussed what we saw on film. So that's what we talk about, man. Then we're gonna move it along. We got sky optics today. We got sky optics on offense, sky optics on defense. We're gonna dive into the details of, of what I saw on the tape. Plus, in a roundup. Sounds like we got good news, right? We got good news on Zach Martin. So we'll dis- discuss that, what they're saying down there at the star. And then the coaches, they had some conversation yesterday. They they came out and they spoke, right? Uh, and we kind of got some inside information on a particular turning point of the game. So we'll touch on that and then we'll listen to Dan Quinn a little bit later. But first... What do I come on here and say every week? There is no such thing as an easy game. This is the National Football League. One week at a time. Oh, no, no. You want to dock dubs and losses and dubs and wins. and Okay. Okay. You take these teams for granted if you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Did y'all check out the playoffs? If you you happen to go to sleep last night early because you had work in the morning and you just don't know what's going on, you wake up and you say, huh, Cowboys are in, in second place still in the NFC. How? How did that happen? Well, I'll tell you how it happened, Cowboys Nation. The Philadelphia Eagles, frauds, went on the road to Seattle, And took a L. They didn't just just take a L. They took a L to Drew (laughs) Locke. In week 15 of the season, a must-win type of game. I mean, yeah, really, but, you know, you got to win these games. They took a L to Drew Locke. And, you know, before the game, this is the annoying part. A couple days before the game, really. Ah, man, Jalen Hurts. He's sick. He has the flu. He's got to toughen it out. We'll give him some IVs, some Pedialyte, some Tylenol. He's going to go out there. He's going to toughen it out. We'll see what happens. So building this thing up like, oh, man. Hurts might go out there and have this all-world performance right before the game in the pregame show. Lisa Salters. Man, I cannot believe it, man. Jalen Hurts is coming in. Look at him. He's He's, he's got his headphones on. They, they isolated him from the team. They don't want to get the rest of the guys sick. He's out there wearing his Michael Jordan gear. Does that mean he's going to have a flu game? Before I move on, Dak Prescott had, had the flu a couple weeks ago against Seattle, Seattle. Ain't nobody say a word about it. Jalen Hurts rolls up into some Michael Jordan, you know, gear, and they say he's going to have a flu. This is what they say. This is what they say is flu. they they frying him up today y'all or last night they frying him up they frying him up they said they said his Jordan game was the Wizards oh lord oh lord we not done
3: but wait there's more
2: we not done Did you happen to see his stat line, Chad? Not just his stat line. Him and Drew. And I really did. That's kind of dope. I ain't going to hold you. That's kind of hard. Drew Locke. He got outplayed by Drew Locke. 22 or 33, 208 yards. Game winning touchdown. Jalen Hurt goes 17 for 31 in his flu game. A buck, 43. Zero touchdowns. And don't let the two fool you because you know what that two is? That's two game-losing interceptions in one game. How is that possible, Scott? Well, because if he doesn't throw an interception the first time, they probably get a field goal or something. Then they have a chance to go down there and tie it up. Only like 15 yards. My guy throws another YOLO ball. (laughs) Another yellow ball. Pick. I better see some things burning on that, you know, that one show, but I ain't. And no, I don't give a damn about his his tush-push touchdowns. His cheek sneaks. Somebody called it the 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 colonoscopy scoop. I don't care about that, man. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. So, you got outplayed by Drew Locke. And, and immediately, I said, Oh, my man got outplayed by Drew Locke. I got to bring this one back. I got to bring this one back, Cowboys Nation. Hold on one time for the one time. Just bear with me here.
3: Yeah, that's my bodyguard.
2: Yeah, that's my bodyguard. Hard
3: to did a did a play. Play. If you want it,
2: come and get it. You know I stay super straight. Come on, man. Stop playing with Drew. You better stop playing with Drew out there in Seattle. Jalen. Give a damn about your, your cheek sneaks. Your flu game. Drew said, I'm from the gutter. But they want to talk about he the MVP. Let me get the... Let me come back now. Yeah, Drizzy Lock. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all thought...
3: But wait! There's more!
2: <laughs> Hold up, man. Shouts out to my guy, Tuck, man. I, I get tagged in this in the morning. J-Tuck. Just just, just, this Jalen Hurts film study. Y'all take a listen to this.
4: What
3: are you doing? This is a passive play. What are you doing? Get open there.
5: What are you talking about? We was open. I know what I'm doing. I'm a Pro Bowl all national flag football husband winner. (laughs) But you sneak MVP. Hit.
3: What the, man? What, what, are, you you doing? Doing? what are you doing?
5: It was a pass, pass play. Damn block, man. Damn. Yeah. Hit. <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> run. We know you are gonna run, it, run. We already know you gonna run it anyway. <laughs> no, I don't
0: want
3: it. <laughs> Hit. Oh god. What? Damn. <laughs> Why are you throwing it so hard for? Catch the ball. And what you mean? I'm just right here. You didn't have to throw it that hard. Bru- Hit. Oh, what the fuck? Stop, I'm right here. Why'd you throw like
2: that? There's nobody even. I quit. I'm done. Oh, I needed that. You know, boy, that was uh, that was an entertaining game, man. Let me get you out of here, but what an entertaining game! What an entertaining game! I, I mean, at one point. He threw the second pick or something happened. And I, and I, and I did the uh I did the Leonardo the captain. Oh, there it is. Woke my wife up. But it but it was so funny. Because you know, this this team is this team is trash, man. And and and, and the reason why? Well, why, why are you going in like this? You shouldn't have been talking shit. Shouldn't have been talking shit. You got a whole game to play on the road. You ain't been playing well. You just got skunked twice. And you got these these media, fake take media analysts and these fans out there running their gums. Like they didn't have to go play the next day. Well, you shouldn't have been talking shit. That's what happens, man. I have no sympathy. Zero. I give damn he's out there playing with the with the flu. So was we. Nobody cares. All right, man. That was fun. I had I had I had to I had to I couldn't I couldn't waste that opportunity. Hilarious. They say misery loves company. Well, get comfy. I was miserable Sunday from the loss. Not really, but whatever. We lost, right? Come on, come have a seat right next to us. Indeed. Let's get into this Roundup and talk some actual Cowboy football. I hope that gave you all a little laugh.
3: It's time. It's time. It's
5: time. It's time. It's time. It's time. time. for.
0: It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys.
5: Let me
6: talk to you.
2: <sighs> Feel a little better now. Keep keep a little bit of that in you, because we're about to talk about this this blowout we done suffered. Anyway, good news, though. Zach Martin might play on Sunday. I'm still a little skeptical. I ain't going to lie to you. But the way they're talking about it now compared to when he has suffered this injury, I think, back in week three or whatever it was, against the... Arizona Cardinals, well, before the Cardinals. I think he suffered it in practice or something, or might have been in the game. I don't know. But he had been dealing with this quad situation. It might have even been after that. My apologies, Cowboys Nation. I'm still cracking up. But anyway, so he has this thigh bruise, right? This quad bruise, I think is what it is. And initially I thought he might miss this game, but Stephen Jones and Mike and Mike McCarthy seem to think otherwise right now as we speak here on Tuesday. Stephen said, there's no one I would count on more to answer the bell and have an opportunity to play next week. It's certainly something he couldn't play through last night, but we feel good that he'll respond to our trainers who will give him every opportunity to play against the Dolphins. McCarthy said he'll definitely have a chance to play this week. Uh, We've heard Mike, right? We've heard Mike say similar things before. Uh, We've heard Mike kind of try to stay on the fence. He he usually errs on the side of caution, but the whole, we definitely have, he'll definitely have a chance to play this week. I think he said it with with a bit more confidence than than normal. And honestly, we're going to need him. Uh, The Dolphins present a different type of challenge and we'll get into the film of that tomorrow and uh, throughout the rest of the week, actually, and maybe even today over on Bacha, so we'll see. So that's good news. Zach's injury isn't as bad as it could be and he might even play for uh, a very important game in regards to standings for the Cowboys. Mondays, uh, not not only are for, you know, the emotions of the game, win or lose for us, but they're also for the assistant coaches, mostly the coordinators, to come out on the podium and speak and give their spiel. And and we'll actually listen to Dan here in a second, but we we got some insight on, on one of the things that happened the other day. And yesterday... Before they spoke, I was wondering if Bones Fossil went rogue and made the decision on his own to call the block punt because of we saw Mike McCarthy kind of chewing out Fossil on the sideline, right? Well, it was a rogue call. Fossil essentially admitted it was a one-man block call. Dallas had a full-on return call. So it wasn't like everybody else was a part of this. It was, hey, Sam, go get the rock. And Fossil didn't let Mike know. And Fossil said that wasn't a decision for him to make. And I completely agree, right? If you guys remember in 2020, Fossil was doing a lot of rogue stuff. And it was more misses than it was hits. And it got him in trouble. Now, we, we welcomed it because it was different, right? We, we needed a shakeup at, 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 at the special teams um, position. Special teams got better. We we executed some trick plays. We didn't execute some trick plays. We got some blocks, didn't get some blocks. But he had to calm it down a little bit. And since then, he, it has been calmed down and we haven't had any issues, right? I agree with Mike. You need to run that by me. Like, you've been running it by me for the most part, right? And you can say, well, it was a good call. He just didn't exit. Well, that's the problem. If you run it by me, I say, well, who's the one man? Hey, coach, we're thinking about running this one-man block. I'm just like anything. I need to know who's the one man. Sam Williams. No, 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 not Sam Williams. Why not, Coach? You got a block earlier. No, 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 no. Sam Williams isn't the most disciplined guy we got on this team. What do you mean, Coach? Well, he's 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 got the second most special teams penalties in the National Football League. He's not really a special teams player. He's playing special teams now. But he ain't really a special, he he don't understand it like that, you know. So what happens, they call the one-man block, he beats his guy, gets back there, and you would think he was at get air. Sam was playing slam ball. See a seasoned special teamer, a disciplined special teamer, a guy who's been doing this for a long time knows to dive at the foot. Sam jumps straight up in the air, misses it, and gets the 15-yard penalty. Next thing you know, they go down and score. So I am 100% with Mike McCarthy. Run that by me. Because then I can ask the questions that need to be asked. Who's the guy you're, you're calling? Sam? Nope. Let's run punt safe. Let's see if Turpin can get us 15 extra yards. And now we got amazing field position. Even if they just punt it, we got good field position. Wasn't a game, in my opinion, where you could afford that. And um, the risk outweighed the reward in that one. You understand where I'm coming from, Cowboys Nation, on this one? <laughs> you got to run that stuff by your coach. Because it seems like that's what you have been doing throughout the last three seasons. There, 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 there wasn't this um, miscommunication because we understand the hierarchy. And, and it's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not going to hold this against Bones. This doesn't mean that I'm out on Bones or anything like that. Hey, stuff happens for sure. Uh, he's been a fantastic special teams coach. He's responsible for uh, Turpin. He's responsible for uh, Brandon Aubrey and, and some of the good things that have happened on special teams. Right. So this is just again titled this show, learn and adjust. It's one thing that Bones, I, I thought I got a little bit too much dip on my chip on that one. A little bit too much sauce. I was filling myself a little bit there. Right. I don't want to micromanage. I, I, I don't think Mike wants to micromanage bars. But in a hostile environment like this, yeah, I think that should be ran by me. Sam was testing his Jordans. (laughs) Yeah. Very possible. Uh, Bones wasn't the only one that spoke yesterday, Cowboys Nation. All the coaches came out and spoke. And if we're being completely honest in this one, I think the coach that we most wanted to hear from uh, was, was Dan Quinn. Right? We wanted to hear from Dan Quinn... Because let's just be honest, he he's he's on a I don't want to say hot seat of firing or anything like that, but the heat from Cowboys Nation and and, and and let's be honest, people in that building. It's like, hey Dan, what are the answers to these 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 things that are ailing us? In three of the four losses, you've given up over 160 rush yards, right? I'll even give you a pass in San Fran because you shut down CMC for the most part. It was the it was the backup who gassed you a little bit at the end of that game, and, and Debo Samuels got a couple runs. But in two of them losses, it was just downright awful. Again, I don't know how many top-tier defenses get 250 rush yards on them multiple times in the season. And now you're about to play a couple of other running teams. So we got to figure that out. So they were asking him a lot of questions. He tried to start off the whole press conference with, hey, I I know you're probably going to ask me about home in a way and the difference and things like that. And he he said, you know, it really doesn't matter if we play at home, away on Jupiter and Mars, on the street, on pavement, it doesn't matter. We gotta be better at tackling. And when we look at my sky optics, that's the number one thing. But I'll let Dan Quinn talk to you guys about his takeaways from the game. The biggest impact
0: this game was our our tackling and our ball hawking. And uh we're excellent at those two things and we had a poor performance in both. You know, we had one forced fumble that we thought we got out didn't get a recovery but just our tackling um you know wasn't up to the standard we've set that is our secret sauce um our tackling and our ball hawking and uh we didn't have it and that has nothing to do with home away turf or grass open air or dome east west night day saturn mars like you got to have those two things down man and uh Anytime we go, we get it on in that way. And I'm awful proud of our group. So to not have a performance that included those two things at our best, uh, you know, that was disappointing. And so uh, we got real standards for those. And when we don't meet them, uh, that part stings. And I thought that was the, uh, the biggest impact in the game for us. And um, all that said, let's get it rocking with you guys.
2: He'd go on to say, you know, kudos to our players for setting that standard. True. Right? They, they did set that standard. The Cowboys, I think, went into that game <clears throat> per PFR, uh, if not, if not at the bottom. At when I say bottom, let me say this, at the top, close to the top, and least tackles missed on the season. They came out of that game. And let's go right into it. My sky optics. They came out of that game. Missing at least 14 tackles, I think it was. I think they got documented 13, depending where you go and look. Anywhere between 12 and 14 tackles. That is the most tackles missed, I think, in the last couple of seasons. So in one essence, like he's right. The Cowboys tackling was extremely poor. And that played a major factor. In the run defense. However, I'd also argue the second thing here. Playing a nickel package versus their big sets stunk. It absolutely stunk. And that's something that I think we're going to run into when if teams decide to do that. Give me a second, Cowboys Nation. Got a surprise for y'all. One second, keep talking though. But playing that big nickel against these big or yeah big sets, I don't think it's going to work against teams that want to just run the ball on you. We talk about complimentary football. I, I'm just, look. I know this is going to sound really crazy. I know it's going to sound really crazy, and I'm gonna need y'all to talk. I'm gonna need y'all to say, Sky, you sound like an idiot. I don't need. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Just say, Sky, you wrong if I'm wrong. Are we relying a little bit too much on complimentary football? Follow me. Follow me for a second. And this is off the top. I just was thinking about this as I wrote down complimentary football because I was thinking about losses or turnovers, right? I was thinking how, man, uh, every time we lose, we, we really don't generate a single turnover. At the same time, outside of that Eagles game, we also aren't scoring a bunch of touchdowns on offense. So in these losses, it's not not even one side or the other complimenting the the other side. You know what I'm saying? It's not the defense carrying it, and then the offense finishes it off. It's not the offense carrying it, and the defense finishes it off. So I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm talking to y'all. If if, if it's not complimenting football in that day, if the defense isn't doing something, if the offense isn't doing something— is that pretty much almost a guaranteed damn loss? I mean, I get it. The Seahawks happen, and I know we're on the road. So, I, again, I'm just talking this out. Just thinking out loud. I go look at, you know, I hate to use the 49ers. 49ers give like, damn near 30 points against the Cardinals, and they still blew them out. Let's be honest. Wasn't much complimentary football in that game if you're talking about your defense shutting them down completely. But your offense put up 40-something, so it doesn't really matter. I guess you could say that's the Seahawks game for the Cowboys. But I don't know. It just it just feels we're way too reliant on. All right, defense is struggling early on. We need you to save us offense. Offense is struggling early on. We need you to save us defense. As opposed to defense balling, it's kind of like hey, we just getting by. Come on, save us. Or the offense is balling. Or we are just getting by. Come on, come on, defense, do something. Here's the stick. Do something. I get complimentary football is a thing. It's one hundred percent a thing. But are we too reliant on that? I don't know. Just talking out loud, man. Just trying to figure this thing out with y'all. Especially on the road. Yeah, Sky, that's the problem. I don't even know. I'm just talking. I don't even know if it's a problem. It just just seems like every single time, or three out of the four at least, we lose. It's like none of the units are playing at the top of their game. None of them. No, man. But you know who I want to talk to about this? Got a little nervous. I ain't think anything he's gonna call in on. Him. I ain't know just gonna do it. Let's talk to our girl, man. To Aisha. Bye. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. What's up?
7: What's up, plan?
2: How you Good doing? Good Look. Morning. We finally get our two-eye in the sky 15 weeks later. I mean, come on now. What are we doing here? Like...
7: Please, please, please. <laughs> Listen, Sky, when I retired from the military, I retired from waking up early. I know. You understand me? I, re-
2: I, I remember I catch- you told me that. I said, she don't like the mornings. <laughs> I
7: catch But another thing, too, Sky, and I'm going to be real with you, bro. Like, we think alike so much that I can't watch you sometimes, bro, when I'm doing my evaluation. <laughs> I can't watch you. I can't, I can't watch you until I'm done with my film breakdown and my stuff cuz we be a lot of our mind thinks so you know how it is. No, you know I get old. it. You
2: know it 100%. There, there's times where I have to do my own thing first before hearing my my peers in this community so I can make yes. sure I got my own thoughts about it and then I listen and be like, "Okay, cool, they're seeing the same thing." I right. go, "Okay, they're seeing it differently. What are what are they seeing differently? Let me go check." You know, I feel Absolutely. You, so I feel you.
7: I check you I most of the time I catch you in the mornings and I listen and stuff but sometimes i will be like like right after right after games and stuff I'd be like let me get my own thoughts because he's going to have every every feeling that I had
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well let's talk about your own thoughts you know coming out that game um we you know everybody in this community we usually talk to each other about you know what's happening in in the in the locker room and for those who are down there or on the field and you know, I saw you on Twitter saying this. This this sucks to watch the film. This absolutely sucks. And we're talking about what we saw in the film today. And Dan, we opened up the show with Dan Quinn talking about the tackling. That was the obvious part, though, right? To I like, I understood right, that right. the tackling was 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 bad, but it looked like the fits were bad too. It, it looked like personnel packaging. It, it just looked all bad. What, what did you see defensively that kind of irked you?
7: Um. I think what what bothered me the most. I mean, obviously, start of that game. Um, it was interesting to me because I was wondering. I I, I expected for. I was surprised that we uh, didn't take the ball.
2: Yeah, no turnovers. I just thought.
7: I, I was I was curious about that because you know, and Mike McCarthy talked about it. He talked about it yesterday in his presser. He was like, actually, <laughs> pretty much up into the game, I wanted to take the ball. And he said some things changed or whatever because Dak said something to me and he was right. Well, he said he said they they won with the formula, very mm-hmm. similar formula to kind of what we what we try to look for is let's get up early, and then our pass rush can get after it. And so I felt like I felt like with this Buffalo team and some of the things that you kind of been you've been looking for, obviously you. You you knew that Josh Allen has the ability to turn over the ball and you just never put them in positions to have to throw the ball like that really. So, and so for me I, I feel like a lot of the game um a lot of the game plan was salted away when they went up two scores. Mm-hmm. Um and when you talk about the defense, dog, but when so you talk you were, about the defense So
2: when you were talking about taking what? the ball, you meant you meant literally taking the ball to start the game. You so them deferring yes, it and giving yes, them the rock. Yes, yeah.
7: Yes. Yes, because I thought again, you know, one of the Cowboys' formulas is to obviously go score, go get up early, your pass rush can get after, blah blah blah. They flipped the script on us and they did that to us because, listen, well, they did that to the Cowboys rather because that was one of the reasons why, too, defensively. I think you saw some of that stuff that you saw where it was like, you know. I, I
2: always, I'm always, I never fake the funk about this too high. Um, when it comes to, to deferring or taking the ball, I think it's very fluid. I do think it's opponent, uh, it depends on your opponent, depends where you're at whatnot. And I, I know this is extremely hindsight, but just trying to be practical about it. On the road, I'm, I think I'm with you here. I, I want to give my team the rock. Because what we do best is we play ahead. Let's just keep it a being. That's just what we do. Yep. So... If yeah. that means I have to potentially give up an opportunity, you know, for a double dip, then it is what it is. Because the double dip doesn't outweigh us playing ahead. You understand? If that makes sense. Like, I feel like,
7: yeah, no, it makes
2: sense. yeah. I feel like you getting a chance to double dip on the road. The odds of you scoring twice are very slim against a defense that is pretty good at home as opposed to, hey, let's get out there. We get the rock first. We got a clean first 15. Let's go down there and score. And now we put them on their heels. So yeah, I'm with you. I think they should have took it.
7: Yeah, no, but, but in regard to what you were talking about with the defense and some of the tackling, um, I, I, I mean, listen to, uh, Dan Quinn's, uh, presser yesterday. And I just, I mean, again, to your point, your some of the fronts were weird. They caught us and they caught the Cowboys. And, um, in smaller packages. Yeah. Quite a few times, um, there was tackling was bad, angles were bad. I, there were also too, I, I just they used the Cowboys' defenses aggressiveness against them. There were just several times where I watched James Cooks, uh, James Cook be so patient and just letting the Cowboys defenders basically run themselves yeah. out of the play.
6: Yeah.
7: With with their speed, they were either overly aggressive, getting up field too fast. And they literally just, they just, you know, took what we took what the defense gave them. And as far as, okay, well, if you're going to take this bad angle, dog, I'm going to make you pay, dog. If you're going to shoot the wrong gap, I'm going to make you pay. If you're out of position, I'm going to make you pay. And it was a lot of guys just, I mean, obviously, again, we can talk about the scheme and stuff like that. And I think that played a role in it. But I also do think that a lot of those gentlemen just weren't playing for their brother. They weren't playing for the person next to them because ain't no way that you are in a C gap and you supposed to be in the A gap right now. This is crazy. So, it, it was um yeah. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> interesting ahead. you Go say
2: ahead. that because going into this game, I was like, "Hey, Joe Brady is going to test your discipline, right? Like he's going to make he's going to make you have to be disciplined uh with his with with his scheme." But in reality, what happened here is Joe Brady just ended up playing smash mouth football, and what they ended up doing was testing your football discipline. Can you, can you buckle cool. down? Can you put your, your weight behind the tackle? Can you, you know, can, can you be in the right gap when you need to be? They, they didn't really test your eye discipline like I thought they were going to do. They said – can uh-huh. you handle this? Or are you going to ankle tackle? Are you going to be a little a little hesitant to stick your nose in there against a pulling guard? are, are you going to be able to wrap up James Cook who who was cooking at that second level? And they and they just weren't. They were extremely undisciplined yeah. at that second level. So, you know, that was a little different and concerning because usually we see teams run on the Cowboys. It's it's with the eyes. They're in the wrong guy. They get turned. And this one was it was that a little bit right like they weren't in the right gas. but it was also you you just got manhandled at the second level and you you just got worked um with with football yeah. basics and it didn't work out for you
7: yeah man Um. Uh, uh yeah the, the linebackers really uh struggled this game but I can be on when you be honest with it. And you look at it for what it is I mean I don't think the de- defensive line put them in advantageous situations um sure. uh yeah it, it was it was again to your point i i when i looked at the buffalo bills offensive line i knew they were capable i mean because clearly you've been seeing them the last couple weeks like i knew they were capable of running the ball i didn't know if they i didn't think they were i i'm just being straight up with you i didn't i didn't expect for them to come out and run the ball like that micah said that where they just yeah yeah I, i mean they just they just over and again like you when you start talking about size and those things of that nature, like yeah, I mean, their offensive line is considerably bigger <laughs> than than the Cowboys defensive line. And and I know mention people If I would be hard pressed not to mention Hakins because don't get me wrong, we did like clearly a lot of the issues came from the edge and, and things not setting guys not setting the edge. Um, not containing or whatever the case may be. But Jonathan Hankins being there, I, uh, not being there does make Huge, a difference. Because of what Yeah, because of what he's asked to do um, as a two-gapper and holding up double teams and funneling, funneling guys to those edges so they can have time to get there. Yes. And I do think you missed his presence but a lot but and I, I don't know man I'm gonna take a look at it maybe it is gonna take a, a few games or whatever the case may be for them to adjust because it, it is a, and you know it's crazy I don't know who mentioned it to me yesterday but they was like yo this time last year the Cowboys lost Hankins and we yep. were going through the, <laughs> the <laughs> yep. same the same thing I'm like bro I ain't got time for this I don't have time to be going through this again so yeah yeah, some adjustments have to be made to me Doug like I I I I think um I think it's it's I think you mentioned it yesterday is like yeah you know, we we just can't ignore that in some of these big games especially with teams that can run the rock I ain't got my notes in front of me but we you've given up like one twenty plus on the ground to some of the best rushing teams that you've played this season and it, it's it's alarming it is it's alarming and um. As far as the road and stuff, dog. Like I think, I think some of the, the mentality and stuff has something to do with it. But I think yesterday, a lot of the game plan just went to crap after you went down two scores, especially offensively.
2: Yeah, let, let's. If, if if you got time, I can get to my sky optics on offense, and so we can wrap a little bit about some of the oh, notes. All right, all right. Let's do it. Let's, let's get to my sky optics. I got a lot of things here for the offense. So, um yeah, yeah
7: okay.
2: We we we, we go go we gonna go down down the list here. Let's start off with. Uh, I have here stagnant stints, and w- what I mean by that is I didn't know the numbers till after I went and, and looked them up on the offensive uh, motion, pre snap motion, at snap motion. But I could tell right off the bat by just watching it was not nearly the same as it's been over the last two months of the season. Um, that was one of the things yeah, that-, that coming out of what week five I think it was against San Francisco Forty ers we were like, "Hey man, we, mm-hmm. we we cannot. We need to go back to the offense that we saw and." training camp where these guys were moving and motioning and, and all that stuff well the numbers came out to i and those numbers show that it was the lowest usage of motion since the san francisco 49ers game and it matched up with oh. our eyes right and and i thought that was major because you're playing against a, a, a defensive scheme that you need to get some tells you need to make these guys think the fact that you were so stagnant They could easily play that zone, which they play it well. We talked about this last week leading up to the breakdown. They play it well. Mm -hmm. Now they don't have to think. They don't have to. They're not confused. There's no chaos. How many times do we talk about, you know, causing chaos, creative chaos? There's none of that. They can just say, okay, you you guys are lined up here. This is three by one. I know where I got to be. And they played it well. And one more thing before I get your opinion on it. What came with that was Buffalo was able to keep the numbers advantage. What I mean by keep the numbers yeah. advantage, Cowboys Nation, is they well again. We know they play the zone. We know it's not uncommon to see teams drop seven in a vision defense. But when you're not moving, you're not motioning. If 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 I can, if when you're not moving, you're not motioning. These guys can sit here and see. Like I said, two by two, three by one. Okay, I know where I need to be in my depth. I'm not worried about a, a random dude coming, flashing. You know, fl- you know, motioning and flashing in front of me. And now it's tripping me up. We see that happen with the Eagles. So they would drop sometimes four guys on one side, and we try to run that vertical flood that was successful against the Eagles. But the problem is, you didn't have the numbers. So they played the intermediate and deep game extremely well to eye. And we just weren't, it felt like we kind of tried to pack the same exact thing we did from a concept, you know, advantage point last week into this game but this defense was much better and we didn't really counter what they were doing so that that's kind of what i saw from this the stagnant stints and the numbers advantage that buffalo had
7: yeah man um uh when you play when you play against a team that plays shell like that dog when you have shots you got to take them and you got to be successful to me the cowboys did never did anything number one they weren't on the field long enough and they have enough sure. time but they never did anything to dictate that the defense. They never they never did anything to make them have to get out of that two-high shell. Like mm-hmm. uh, clearly, it allowed them because I mean I thought and, and Dak mentioned it in his presser. Yo, missing Brandon Cooks on that TD to start the game was huge. It was huge because if because to me to me I, I I didn't mind that I didn't mind the play. Because it's it's aggressive and it's it's trying to show them like, Hey man, if you are gonna do this, we're gonna split it. If you're gonna do this, we're gonna make you pay downfield and I think that was an attempt to get them to out of that aggressive, you know, playing with everything in front of them situation. And from there it was like, Okay, well what you gonna do next time? I think they got something going going on the ground and then you get the hold um by seventy three and it it stalls the drive and it yes. just feel like it either you're gonna kill them, either you're gonna take big shots and kill them over the top when you get opportunities so they can get out of it, or you're going to run the ball and, and run the ball successfully and make them have to get out of it. Yeah. And again, I don't think the Cowboys did anything to make them have to shake up what they were doing. Then when they go up two scores, they know you gotta pass the ball. Well, we've been we've been on the other side of this. These guys can pin their ears back and get after it. But another
2: thing that, but too, they didn't they have me, to though. I, to me, too, I I don't think they had to to get away from it even down two scores. But but before you before yeah. you move on with that, I want you to stay there with the the the, the deep shot because Shoddy talked about that, and, and I love the yeah. deep shot early in the game against a team that plays too high. Here's why: you're not going to get many, so you got to take advantage of them. But that was the first pass of the game. You miss it sometimes; it happens, right? But here's what it did do: it backed those dudes up. It backed them up a lot. When you start seeing, you know, post snap the picture go dudes 20, 30 yards safeties down the field, right? So now yeah. you have that room to run the ball. And that's what happened. In that same drive, you started to get off on the ground and they called the holding penalty. That hurt you. It is what it is. But I'd argue I, you did not have to stop running the ball down 14 nothing in the first half. And here's why because you got into scoring position by. You know, converting the short pass game, which we'll talk about here in a second, and and then you got a nice little intermediate pass, but you were running the rock. And if you get down there and score, now it's 14-7. It's a ball game. So I don't think they needed to come out of doing what they needed to do until they got to the second half. Um, so that, that, that's all I wanted to, to say about that is that I think Dallas, after that first possession where they, okay, we gave you the threat of we can go deep on you and we backed them up, we came out too high in the second possession. Guess what we did? Pass, 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 as opposed to yeah, getting man. back on the ground, and that was a bit frustrating.
7: No, 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 it was frustrating, especially since, hey, listen, it's not a whole bunch of good to take out of that game. But I've seen enough of Tony Pollard this yes, last sir. couple of weeks to feel like Tony is sturdy right now. Like ter- Tony is looking like Tony yeah. that we expect for him to look like he's he's running the ball with a lot of authority mm-hmm. and his, uh, his his cutback ability and his shiftiness seems like it, it's uh, reemerged. So to me, to your point, like, yeah, like I, I was confused as to why they decided to elect it to pass those times. I will say, too, um, I, I think that maybe they, and this is just me, because all, the offensive line was a problem, too, too. Uh, it it was a problem to me, too, in a lot of instances where yeah. they 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 were having trouble picking up whoever the free rusher is, whether it was the safety, whether it was the corner. But I just thought protection really uh, dictated a lot, too, because those – a lot of – I think Dak ran into a couple of those sacks. But that, it was coverage sacks, too. That secondary held up well, too. I, I didn't – I didn't necessarily like some of the concepts that we ran, uh, and that's that's just me. I don't know about you, but I didn't like some of the past concepts. I didn't like some of the no, foul it, concepts that
2: we ran. You're right. I, I didn't see anything that that really took them out of what they wanted to do or confuse them. And I think a lot of that has to do with not doing pre snap motion. I'm gonna be honest. Um, it, again, if you're going to be stagnant the way you are, it, it doesn't confuse a defense. That's this. This isn't the Eagles, right? Their secondary is garbage. The the way they play. The zone is garbage. This was a really good disciplined defense, ex- especially at home. So you needed to make them think. You needed to cause some chaos, and I agree. I didn't think there were mm-hmm. many concepts that, and, and which was a shocker because I thought the Cowboys had some of those in their wheelhouse. But they kind of rolled out. They wanted to do that kind of vertical flood situation, and 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 the Bills uh-huh. were ready for that. They were ready for that. They and the other thing. if I get back into my into my notes here. We talked about the short pass game. It wasn't sharp for Dak in this one. Um, it felt like to me. They they came out to this game and they had the mentality of we first of all we need to work the long way but they didn't they didn't have that discipline to work the long way, you know Mike talked Absolutely. about that Mike came out and said hey we knew in this game we're gonna to have to work the long way right but it didn't feel like Mike and Dak wanted to do that it felt like they were working deep to short as opposed to maybe intermediate to short right and then yes. so, so therefore that short pass game wasn't as sharp as it needed to be it wasn't as sharp as it was earlier in the season and I'm not talking about the uh, San Francisco game he worked the short pass game to perfection to start the season that wasn't an issue really Uh, but then we started to open it up a bit and I think maybe it's been a while since we had to play that game so I'm hoping this kind of knocks a little bit of sense into him like okay if you got to get back into a short pass game you have to be sharper than you were in that game the balls were high early on he may, he may have yes. not, he might have missed a quick out that might have got five or six yards. You just got to take the five or six yards instead of trying to get that intermediate 15 yard or maybe a deep pass because it's not there. So I just think we were not, he was not sharp. And then Mike wasn't wasn't sharp and saying, we got to focus on this and be creative in our short passing game. There was a play where yes. I, we saw a lot of kind of that, everybody run a hook, you know, and it's like, that's, that's, that's not going to do it. <laughs> it's not going to do it listen. against this defense, man. <laughs>
7: to went. I was sitting there like, "Oh no, not that! You can't, you can't run hooks and curls against this defense that's aggressive." Not without some creativity, no
2: sir, no sir.
7: No, absolutely. And to your point, uh, in regard to uh, just the the lack of motion and some of the things, yo, I mean, that's how you when you're playing a defense that's aggressive like they are, and they play really downhill you got to use it against them and I to your point I don't I don't think that there was enough motion I don't think there was enough usage of guys like Turpin and stuff like that I it was I don't know what it is about when they when things aren't going their way but I, I need I really need them to figure out how to counter better I truly do I, I feel like you know I was disappointed
2: Go I feel ahead, like sorry. Mike I feel like Mike will. Right, moving forward.
7: Tracking, but what about? Absolutely.
2: I wish he would have did it in the game too. eye. That's all.
7: Yeah, yeah, man. I, 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 um, I mean, when they came out after the half and they went three and out, I was like, listen, guy, listen, guy. When I, I will be. I'm gonna keep it real with you. When they carried James Cook, when when the Bills ca- carried James Cook on that first drive across the line for an off offensive uh, for for a first down. Oh gosh,
2: for like a 13 I, yards, I, that was crazy.
7: Listen, I I shook my head and I said, "Oh no, it's about to be one of them days, boss." It's
2: yeah, <laughs> somebody did like one a them days. like a weight breakdown um, on that play. The Cowboys were outweighted by like four hundred pounds uh, because again, we, we came out there in that big nickel and they came out in a big set and and extra tight end or extra jumbo, I don't know. And uh, yeah, they they just pushed us, pushed Cook for an extra like eight yards, which was which was wild. Um. You talked you. You brought up coming out of the first half. They so they didn't go three and out, but they got a first down, and then they committed a, a ridiculous, stupid play where they wanted to take a shot play. We just we just sat here and talked about they weren't giving you anything deep, right? So they come yeah. out and they run on third and one, which I thought the spot was there, but anyway, third and one, and they There's and they. The spots the spot was, cra- was crazy, hey, crazy. Hey, 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 two eye. You know how I get. You see me at the get. I, I Jesse would tell you too. I kept screaming all night. Man, this spot is a little funky to nah, me, it, but hey, them spots was crazy.
4: The spots crazy was a little was wild.
2: Crazy. You know, the spots was a little wild. They they moved it. To me, if anything, it was third and inches, if not a first, but third and inches, that thing was a whole yard and a half. It felt like whatever, right? So you come out, <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, you're down 21 to 3. I'm treating this like four down territory. I can't afford not to score a touchdown or at least get three to make it a two possession game. So, right. why, why not come out, do what's been working, run the ball, get the first? If it doesn't happen, okay, you get fourth and in inches. Or if you lose yards, it's fourth and three, you still can go for it. These fools come out, run play action. And I, I don't, was that, a, who was the right guard at that point? TJ Bass? I mean, TJ Bass, he stayed in his three point stance. You know, 25 did a delayed blitz. Next thing you know, you got three Buffalo Bills sacking Dak Prescott. You ran a play-action shot pass, which was really a, a one-man route. Nothing across the middle of the field. It, it, was, it was egregious that they called that, and I think they pressed a little bit too hard in that situation to us.
7: Absolutely. And that's what I'm that, – when, when you're playing a defense like that, Doc, and you mentioned it, is it requires patience to move down the field. It really does. It, it, it has to be and, – and I've seen Dak – be able to play patient and, and move down the field I do think they got a bit antsy I do think there are instances where uh he didn't necessarily trust his protection and he didn't finish his reads and things of that nature I I, I didn't think in me Sky I felt like the offense had the offensive line had a lot to do with uh what was going on uh offensively I just I was just not really yeah. pleased with
2: Kudos, for- Kudos to the Bills D-line, right? Like, they they came out and they played tough. They played hard against the pass rush. But guess what you've been saying all week? Guess what we've been talking about all week? These boys can rush the pass So that, that doesn't shock me. That, that, that right. didn't shock me that they can get after the pass rush, right? What, what shocked me was that we didn't stay committed to the ground like they did. And honestly, I probably shouldn't yes. be shocked. You know, I probably shouldn't be. But... Buffalo is historically a team that's going to throw the ball 35, 40 times, and they understood the assignment. Huh? It's a downpour. We know their weakness is consistently stopping the run, even though that they, you know the Cowboys have been better at it. The, the odds of them stopping it 49 times are slim to none. So that's what they stuck to, where Dallas, they saw some success on the ground and said, Ah, well, we're just going to continue to try to air this thing out. I just thought that they understood the assignment for Buffalo, and and we tried to go against the grain, and it didn't work.
7: Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I felt like, and then obviously, you know, like we don't. <laughs> Jeff gets it. Get Jeff gets pissed when we have to talk about penalties, but it, it, the penalties weren't like it, it clearly. So they didn't have that many penalties, but yo, the the timing of them. Was oh, the
2: maybe the worst of the season. The timing, maybe the worst of the season.
7: Yeah. Yeah, and I felt like um, there were just the, the instances where those penalties hit you early in that game. It just sucked the energy out of that, out of the situation. It really did. And to your point, I think they could have stayed on the ground. I think they could have done some things. But I, I, to your point, I think that they felt like they pressed a little bit. I think they got a little antsy. Obviously, Zach Martin going out was a big deal. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I like just just keep it above, man. Like I. I, that's one thing that I always think about is, like, what happens when you have a certain offensive lineman go out? How much does that change your playbook?
2: Mike said it didn't. How it, much didn't. it change? Uh, do we believe him? Based off of how they was calling huh? the game, it probably, Mike said it didn't affect it. Mike came out in the presser and said, you know, nothing changed with, with, with uh, Zach going out. He said they didn't have to close up the playbook. From his – that's what he said.
7: Okay. okay.
2: <laughs>
6: Hey, 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 listen, we don't believe
2: listen, listen, you. You need more people.
6: <laughs> listen, listen
7: man. I'm not, I'm not. But, but that doesn't even. And I'm just being honest with you. That doesn't even make sense to me because well, T.J. Bass wasn't a part of the install that week. Like he wasn't getting first team reps. So he wasn't. I mean, he might have been. I don't know. Like I, I just okay, sure. But I felt like I felt like some things changed. When they decided when when he went down and and even if it's a psyche thing to me too, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just feel like when you lose an offensive lineman as big as Zach and doing and that does some of the things that Zach does, like I did mean, I don't know like if they felt like they could just do what they did before.
2: To be fair, it wasn't that great when he was in there anyway. To be to be fair, I mean, you know, to be talk fair, about it. to be talk, fair, talk, talk, they talk they were it, down. It. What was it? Four? I can't remember if if, if he was in on the, on the field goal drive like how how many times he was in but the, the whole first half he was in there until the end of the first half if not mistake like the last drive or two or something like that so <laughs> you know it wasn't like it was great. Well, my last note um from the film which this mm-hmm. one to me might have been the most shocking because you didn't attack their their weakness. I have here no middle yes. of the field play action calls. I you know Man. I was really really shocked in this game that they didn't go into this and deliberately try to target these tight ends against a a very weak linebacking group defending the tight ends. Um, I ran the numbers, the film, everything backed it up that they they struggled to defend the middle of the field. They struggled to defend tight ends, and we we just didn't game plan it. And then for me saying no middle of the field play action calls – they first of all only ran play action nineteen percent of the time, which is a season low a season low that that which that's inexcusable uh given that you were running the ball all well, so use that against them and even if you're not running the ball well play action works it just does so to only do it at nineteen percent, which is the lowest of the season just didn't make any sense to me but here's another one that made no sense no no I
7: was and I think that plays into what.
2: One more thing. Here's another one that made no sense to me. They had zero passing attempts beyond 10 yards in the middle of the field. And I'm not talking about like, oh, he just didn't read it and throw it. There were times where they just didn't even send anybody there. Uh, For instance, there was a, I hated this call. For those that watch the the film studies we do here, one of the things, one of my pet peeves is when we do max protect and we send a two-man route, and those two-man routes are either one or two things. All goals or deep comebacks. I think that's the stupidest thing in the world because you're neglecting the middle of the field. And what happened? You blocked that thing up beautifully. You blocked it up. And they decided to blitz. They sent seven dudes, and Dak really didn't have much pressure on them. But here was the problem. You sent two hook calls on the outside. Yep. Was Both of them were covered. Now, I would have loved there to do a hands-to-the-face pass interference on Brandon Cooks, but I can't expect that. Instead of sending maybe one deep hook or one deep route and then another over route or something in the middle of the field, and that was a play where you know Dak throws it to Cooks, my man could have had an interception or it could have been a passing interference. Right. Either way, it would you just don't run that against Max Protect and nobody's in the middle of the field. So they didn't do anything play action wise. It didn't attack the middle with the tight ends. This should have been a game where Ferg went off and they, they didn't try. They didn't do it, and it was a bit disappointing.
7: Yeah, no. I, to you, you know, you're right. I mean, we we talked about the middle of the field having probably going to be very possibly probably going to be open a lot of this game, and to see them not to to see them not attack it, um, to not attack it consistently was surprising to me as well. Especially to, so when you have somebody like Ferg who you can tell is emerging and, and really starting to get a good feel for how to navigate the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Yeah, I didn't, and that's why I said I didn't like some of the route concepts. I didn't like some of the things that they were doing. Again, you didn't do anything to me, whether sticking to the run or um, some of your route concepts. You didn't do anything. You didn't cause no conflict, as you like to say, as you like to say, and stuff. It just it was very stagnant. And and um, I, we've seen this again. We've seen this like when they have times where stuff doesn't go their way initially that they go into this, this shell almost. And, and I'm just like, yo, like, that that can't be what happens when things don't initially go your way. You got to yeah. have a counterpoint. You got to be able to adjust. You got to be able to figure things out. And I understand that this is an unfamiliar opponent, bro. Like, I, get, I, I, get, I really do understand that a little bit more now than what I did before. Before I used to be like, yeah, whatever. But now I am starting to get, like, when you don't play a team regularly and, and don't get it twisted too – this Buffalo team is different than what they were three, four weeks ago, especially offensively. Like, well, pre, yeah, pre Joe
2: Brady. They're a different team with Joe Brady at the offense hell.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think defensively they already had the pieces and stuff, but when your offense is is, is playing with the lead and your offense is learning and they, that's another thing, uh that's another thing. I listening to Mike and listening to Dak and some of those guys, they the offense wasn't on the field enough to really even get in a rhythm, to really even get anything, again, to dictate anything that they were doing defensively. You weren't able to sustain drive. You weren't able to get that much information and figure things out. And I, I just I felt like I don't know what the game plan was going into the game. I really don't. I, I, again, I like the deep shot to start the game and everything. But everything else after that, I it just felt um, – I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but I, I didn't – I didn't – there were times that I was shaking my head, too, like sure. what was the plan here? What was the – you know, what were you guys trying to establish here? And going away from the run, to your point, uh, I didn't think it was something that was smarter either.
2: You got 2i, Aisha Morrison, DallasCowboys.com. Uh, 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 I almost said Jigsaw because that's what y'all – but Girls Talk, Boys Talk. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I <sponsor>. <laughs> <laughs> They ain't got a free look, man. They didn't got a free look. Uh, in closing, in closing here, Aisha, you talked about uncommon opponents. Well, they got another one coming up. <laughs> Miami Dolphins
6: an uncommon <laughs> opponent.
2: And if we keep it to being, they're uncommon for everybody. What they do is is not normal in the league, and it is going to require extreme discipline and some physicality up front. We're, we're going to be breaking that down throughout the week. I know you will be. But kind of just your, your, your kind of quick preview and thoughts on, on this Miami team.
7: Oh yeah, man. Um, really, what it comes down to, especially with Miami, is how much can you affect the, the quarterback? Because the quarterback has time, but he's gonna drop back. He's gonna put that little left arm in the air, and he's gonna get busy. You understand me? So, <laughs> I um uh they uh listen, A chain is a problem. Checked him out in the draft. This guy is a, a, he, he has good size. He's physical. He can come downhill, and he can cut back on a dime. Um, the, the Dolphins offensive line is something I'm going to be taking a look at. They lost Connor Williams for the year of uh, Cowboys, Cowboys OG triple OG. Um, and uh, to me, one thing I have noticed though, is when Dallas plays shorter quarterbacks, this, this defensive line gets after it. I, I've, I've, I I've talked to uh, Dan Quinn about it weeks ago, um, just because when you, I, two is not eight, that small. Yeah. Two is not that small, but, um, I think that you this defensive line is really going to have to do a lot of lot as far as um, obviously rush contain because he can escape the pocket and do some things, but as far as like their secondary, I I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> I there's not a lot of teams that have a secondary that can run with these guys. So your sacks and, and, and your pressures are going to be very important. I think your your defensive line is going to be just in, incredibly important in how they defend and how they trust their eyes. Because to your point, they do do a lot of motion. They, they do a lot of... Um, it's also, too, their alignment, Sky. They throw some different alignments at you. Yeah, they're quirky. They're,
2: they're like their coach. They're quirky. Yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's crazy, bro. <laughs> That's, my favorite. That's
2: my favorite coach in the league. I love Mike McDaniel. I was ready but to, to, to sell the though. farm to him. I really was. I was ready to sell the farm for Mike. But anyway, go ahead.
7: But uh, no, to your point, though, um, this is going to be another test. Though. This is going to be... It's another guy that comes from the Shanahan tree or has Shanahan-type traits, and some of the things that you see them throw at you, you could see uh, against the 49ers later.
1: The conference has been locked.
7: I think it's going to come down to how the Cowboys' defensive line plays and affects the quarterback, because if you can't affect him, that's one of the, honestly, it's one of the only ways you're going to get it, Doug. (laughs) If he has time, his receivers have the ability to get open consistently because they're so fast. And they're in and out of their breaks so quickly, man. Like, it, yeah. it's going to be hard on this secondary.
2: A2I, fantastic conversation. I don't know why the hell we waited 15 weeks. I, th- I think we I think we talked, like, one time during the season on air, maybe before that. But we shouldn't have waited this long. This was good stuff. Uh, Got to do it again.
7: It's me, man. It's, <laughs> it's me, man. It's me. Okay, old I-
2: lady. Get up in the morning, god dang it.
7: Ah, it's me, bro. Like, I, I mean, full transparency. If we're, if we're, if we're, if this is safe, this is a safe place. Listen, being a veteran, one of the things they don't tell Sarah? you is that your insomnia is tough, dog. And, and that's something I deal with. If anybody else in here deals with them, shoot me some, shoot me some tips. Uh, yeah, like it's 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 a it's tough for me sometimes, man. Just I, getting I to sleep. Yeah, so, but no, nah, but we won't go this long because we're twins, <laughs> so we we can't go this long. Um, I appreciate our talk, and, and I appreciate you allow, allowing me to come on your of platform course. and speak to the human. Yes.
2: Of course, man, and, and if y'all want to follow more of what she does, uh, please, I let them know where to find the, the podcast and, and you on Twitter, because cause look, you're getting, you're getting oh. up there on Twitter, you're getting up there when it comes to hey you, you kind of need to be following her because she's dropping some nuggets off the film she's watching so let them know where to find
7: you <laughs> y'all know i'm still i'm still learning twitter y'all i'm still listen i only been on that thing for two years but it's still a very shocking place for me sometimes um uh can i do a shameless drop is that cool of course yep oh, okay um folks we will be having tyler smith on girls talk boys talk today at 4 p.m hey if y'all want to come through yes want to come through and learn a little bit more about the kid and he's going to be here for a long time so y'all might as well get used to him um have the opportunity to come in and, and uh, get to know him a little bit more at 4 p.m central time today um we're really excited to have him on, man
2: good stuff good stuff definitely be tuning in the y.a thomas one was great uh ferg was great uh lay low key man i'm telling you when, when y'all, when you, when you bring a, a guest on that show, there's some little nuggets that's dropped in there. So make sure y'all tune in for Tyler Smith, and he's he's a joy to speak with uh and listen to. Uh, I mean, when you guys interview him in the locker room, so I'm definitely gonna be interested in that one. But thank you for joining us this morning too. Uh, I appreciate you so much. All
7: right,
2: bye y'all. Thank you so much. Bye, Sky. Hey, not that one. That ain't that. that ain't the one. Come on now. now there we go. Show. My bad, y'all. That. The sky. There was a two-eye in the sky. It took this long. Wasn't supposed to. But we got it here, man. And it was a fantastic discussion and a nice little preview into Miami, which we'll be talking about with Koye tomorrow. That film study, I cannot wait to uh, break down. All right, so we got into my Sky Optics. We talked about the defense with two-eye. We talked about the offense with her. Um, so now it's time to listen to a few of y'all. We got four. We got four callers on the line, so we'll listen, you know, to some of these calls here. And uh, before we do that, we like to take a little quick little coffee break, go to the bathroom. If you got to pretend you're doing work because your boss is just hovering around, let's do that. But we're going to be a little bit different in how we how we take our break today. Give me, give me about 30 seconds. Hey.
3: See, straight back to the me, in my That's right I work for is not a-
0: You're listening to A to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast. In front of the millions. Of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and. Reach for the sky! Here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. <laughs>
2: Oh, don't y'all think I'm going to let them let that one down. Don't y'all think that's going to happen. I shouldn't have been talking shit. What's Drew? That's kind of hard, though. If if he wasn't, a, a, you know, a backup quarterback, that's kind of... I, look. The archer's dope. Don't get me wrong, cause he hit you with the he catch it right and then pow. But the lock. He put a little season on that. I can't take it though, because he, he he played for the he played for the Seahawks. But if he is a cowboy, that's dope. I ain't gonna hold you. Alright. Let's talk to y'all for a little bit here as we close out the show. Starting off, we we got to start it off. We got we got to start it off with my guy because he now he know with the slurpees. What's good, VIP?
5: Sky is VIP, baby. What's Sky, what? Sky, look, man. It takes me twenty four hours to get over a loss. Yeah, I feel you. So, so, you know, I, after I, I have to – I, I watched the film like three times. I really digest what pops off. And, Scott, there's three things I took from the game, respectfully. But Before I go there, Scott, no Slurpees allowed. Mm-mm. I know y'all been waiting and lurking. I know they was all on your heels yesterday. I, I started to call in late. But I said, look, man, this is what I'm going to tell you. For, for all my, my naysayers, for the Slurpee vision, this is what you need to do. Three weeks from now, come holla, all right? Because we got three more games, and I can't be distracted by y'all slurpees. If if you want to go on, you know, we can get. I think you need to set up a celebrity ring for me, Sky, and, and fly me out <laughs> and let me handle these. slurpies. we could do a celebrity boxing. We could throw hey, the money to charity. That that'd be something. Respectfully, I me, mean, I'm not. I, I ain't a killer, but don't push. You. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. But I'm saying these Slurpees, what the problem is they're not held accountable. People being held accountable That's is a problem with my cowboys. And that starts from the from the top. We've known for years that we need a big D tackle. What is my what is my goddamn my owner do? He's parking lot pimping when it comes to free agency. We know what parking lot pimping is, right, Sky? Yeah, explain to the people who don't though yeah well for the people that don't know that's for the people that sit outside and they wait for the stragglers to come out for the two o'clock ladies to come out all drunk walking to their car and and you get the stragglers and they park a lot pipping and they picking out of those they don't want to go inside they don't want they don't want to get a girl a drink and have to spit some lines to her they don't want that. They want to park in my pit. They want to come at her when she's 230 and she walk into the car half drunk, and that's how they pick them off. That's my mentality of how my ownership goes about free agency. If I know we need to tackle Sky, you've been sitting like we know this is what we need. I don't care which, I don't know, maybe Jerry has a small man complex, but size matters when it comes to things. If you don't believe me, ask your girl. Size matters. Size matters, guys. Respectfully, so when we when we going in here and we getting big bodied around, we got big bodied around. Lord, I mean, excuse me, Scott, they ran that goddamn tackle um a, a, around that tackle lead. That's all they ran, Lord. I tell Scott, watch this goddamn thing five times. Now they ran that tackle attackery run around. To the left side, to the right side, to the left side, to the right side. There wasn't nothing complicated about it. Your damn quarterback threw fifteen times.
2: Yeah, yeah, they got bullied, man. They got bullied in Buffalo after we bullied the Broad Street Bullies, you know.
5: So what do we? So my problem is DQ. I need you. I don't want to see no goddamn curse playing the field. That if I see curse in the goddamn open again, I'm gonna go choke somebody. Cause you, we like. I know his strengths. You know his strengths. BQ, you know it, that is not his strength. He, he cannot play the we, Scott, Did you see that? It, I saw it, man. He got a goddamn pass interference because that's he's not in his comfort zone. Even though that wasn't a PE, because you know we got to play the reps too. That's the that's the second part of my my thing I want to talk about. That 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 first call set the tone on D Law. That first call—I don't know if you remember—but remember. it was a um, he, he that um your, your boy because you know he's the Great White Hope, excuse me. He's the Great White Savior, Oh, excuse me, he's the quarterback that walks on water. He's the one they change the rules for. So if you touch him, you blow him. He's the new—he's the new Tom Brady. You can't tackle him. You can't blow on him. That was a—he threw a forearm shiver to the
2: chest. Yeah, it was. It was look. I found out. I found out after the game because I wasn't familiar with Josh Allen's game in that regard. I'm gonna keep it a bean. I, I was familiar with his game in between the lines and the whistle. I didn't know he was a flop king. I didn't know he was you know LeBron James of the National Football League when it came to the flopping. I, they, somebody had dropped a video and and bruh flops so much and I'm like man, I wish I'd have known that. Maybe that's something we could have got you know got down there to the players and said, hey man, watch out for him. You know, throwing his head back and his hands and flailing and, and and looking for a flag. And what happens on that very important play, he did exactly that and it worked.
5: And they scored on that drive. Both the penalties, they scored on those drives, and that changed the mentality of Big Mike. Because we could have like Aisha, shout out to Aisha. I love Aisha mentality. But we could have ran down their throat. That was Big Mike's if you watch him, that was I think that was his concept coming in. Like, all right, y'all wanna play the two safety's back, we just gonna run it down your throat. That wasn't
2: though VIP. We? I wish it was, but it wasn't.
5: I no, I was. say I wish it was, but it wasn't because we getting third and one. Just, bro, drop back and back. bro, if you should go to the boxy boy push like they do in Philly. The 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 the, the glory hole push, whatever the hell you <laughs> want to call it they do it up in Philly. That's what the hell we should be doing. Yo, man, and speaking of Philly I, yo, shout-out to all my people. Shout-out to Mike Mike out in closing, in out closing in VIP, Philly. in closing. Yeah, this in closing. Shout-out to Mike Mike out in Philly, to all my Philly heads that got at me after our game, and I kept saying, bro, hold up. Y'all got a game to pop off. So, look, man, shout-out to Jalen Hurts, his 17 turnovers. Yo, <laughs> yo, shout-out to my quarterback that everybody want to get at. Shout-out to my quarterback because I'm a ride or die with my QB. I love my four. All we need to do is clean up our run defense. I ain't a killer, but don't push me, B. You gotta go get my therapy
2: in. Salute. I love you, Scott. Appreciate you, man. Much love. VIP. I'm about
3: to be on some real murder shit, eh? I'm telling you, man. Any nigga that ever looked at me wrong owes me money. Whoever said any jealous bullshit about me is fucking dead. You understand what the fuck I'm saying? Hey, They're fucking dead, man. I don't give a fuck about nothing, man.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I shouldn't have this much fun today. I shouldn't Fast be having this much hey, fun Hey, 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 get out of here. I shouldn't be having this much fun today, but I am. Miss Stark. You could bring us back to reality here, Miss Star. What's up with you? Shout out to VIP.
4: <laughs> what's up, Sky? How you doing? Good morning.
2: I'm good. I'm, I'm out here just. I'm just playing around too much, man. But what's up with you? <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, I'm um, actually doing pretty good. I'm, you know, woke up this morning. I said, you know, feels good because we lost, but Philly lost too. So it's always a good day, you know, when Philly loses against a backup quarterback and. Not the best defense, but either way, um, I wanted to talk a little bit because I I just was able to get really into the All-22 film um, of the Bills game. And then I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Miami game because I also got into their film. I don't know if you've started watching Miami already or you've probably been watching them all year, I am about to
2: say, I've been kind of – I've been dipping my toes in Miami film all season. (laughs) They're they're the funnest team to watch. But I will really dive into it starting today. But, uh, yeah, let's get to your points, uh, and then we can discuss a little bit.
4: Yeah, so in the Bills game, um, I think something that we really didn't – I did not notice during the broadcast view is that it was actually pretty windy out there because I remember Michael Gilkin had posted – it was either Michael Gelkin, one of the Beach Riders, maybe uh, John up, but they were like, okay, look at this win before the game. They're like, you can pretty much tell that there's barely any win because the flags are pretty much not moving at all on the the goalposts." But as I'm watching the game, I'm seeing those flags is moving. Now it's not like super violent, but it was they were moving pretty significantly. So I think because when we heard that first deep shot that Dak missed, which granted every quarterback misses deep shots, But when I listened to Shoddy explain, you know, like why that shot was missed, because I know everybody's saying that was just a big – that could have flipped the game essentially, which I do agree with that. Uh, But he was saying that Brandon Cooks, he was like when he was under it, it felt like the ball was going to go right into his hand, and then it kind of sailed over. And then you – I agree with you when you said, you know, Dak's short game wasn't – like some of the the passes – I remember one pass he tried to get to TP just. Yeah, yeah, he tried to get the TP quickly. It's like it just kind of flew weird. Like when Dex threw it, it looked like it should have hit TP right in the numbers, but then it ended up being some weird high ball that could have probably been a pick if TP wasn't able to get his hand up. So I think, you know, I think it was just, a weird the weather didn't look like it was affecting it, but I do think it affected it a little bit more than what we probably anticipated watching live view.
2: I mean, um, they, and then they they should ahead. have anticipated it. They they, they, they 100% should have. Right. They were playing the whole rain ball stuff at practice. You have to know it. The yep. home team anticipated it. That's why they only threw the ball 15 times. and had seven completions. And yep. once you get to the game and you feel that weather, you, you have to alter your game plan if your game plan was to come out and pass. So you know that's that's an error on on on, yep. on them, uh, weather be damn right. Yep. Like hey, if 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 balls are sailing and you think it's the weather, then how about stop throwing the ball so much? You know, don't come out and throw two right. times. Right, exactly, in the
0: run. Yeah.
4: <laughs> exactly. I with you one hundred percent on that, and I think I agree with. Shout out to Aisha, love you, Aisha, if you still listen. And we got away from the run way too fast. I don't know why we did it. I don't know if Mike. This seemed like the first game of the year. Cause I don't even consider saying Fran that we was pressing. I consider saying Fran like we just couldn't get nothing going. Like nothing was going right, you know, from the TP, home and all that stuff. But this is a game where I feel like, why are we pressing here when we knew we had to take the long game? Yep. It felt like oh, and it wasn't just on Mike. It's on. I mean, on Dak, you know, Dak, Mike and Mike, yeah. and, Mike
2: and Dak. It felt really weird. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all understood how like, you can't come out in the post game and say. Yeah, we knew this was we were gonna to have to play the long game. But then I'm watching them right. like y'all didn't y'all didn't execute like that at all. I mean, this should have right. been a game where your running back should have had a combined 10, 11 receptions. Your tight end should have had at least six or Absolutely. seven of them, and then maybe a, a few screens early in the game. And and it was the opposite. It was like y'all yep. were trying to get the intermediate and deep going. And I think what happened right. was you were you you didn't see maybe a dump off. And we talked about I don't know if you watched our film study last week. We talked about the, the delay release. Mm-hmm. Man, the delay release is so good against this Bills linebacker crew because they don't they don't really care about it. Once they see that you're engaged as a blocker, their mindset is, all right, I'm coming, and rushing. So once you release, I can get right. open. And if you go watch that deep ball, it's just one play. And the deep ball was there. Yep. But there was a delay release, yep. and you had, um, I think it was Jake Ferguson. He would have caught that and ran for at least 20 yards. But, you
4: know. Right that that's what i'm saying it didn't they said like we knew we had to play a long game i don't know if they possibly changed it because maybe they thought the that, like oh it's not raining. that I might be know. that's a good it's point
2: that might be it yeah. because <laughs> mike did say you know we kind of got lucky there in, in the first half with uh with the weather the, the wind mm-hmm. wasn't as, as windy as, as what he thought it might be it, it now the rain yeah. was raining right but i guess the it wasn't right. as cold, so I felt they, they might have got a slight yeah. break there. Uh but then obviously yep. all that started to pick up. But yeah, good good eye.
4: Yeah, it it could have been because of that because I just felt like and it was just some things that was like oh this this underneath is open like that one crazy throw that Dak made I mean it was a great throw but it's like Dak I don't really think you had to force that because what if the wind had sailed there was three defenders over there oh and you talking about
2: it. that
4: like, Lamb throw lamb. I almost yeah, broke that was,
2: play down I mean that was his best I throw know. of the game I clearly right it wasn't many
4: that was nuts that was, I a was like oh my ballsy God. throw.
2: Yeah, ballsy throw. But what, what Yeah, you got, it was
4: very ballsy.
2: What you got for the Miami but game? Anyway, what, what's on your mind for, for that?
4: Yeah, so for the Miami game, because and, and I'm kind of pairing this with what I've seen and what I've been seeing all season, I feel like our defense, now crazy as this sounds, but I really feel like our defense matches up better with Miami because you're going speed on speed. And one thing we got on defense is speed. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and I also feel like our defense, Stop zone concept running because at the in the first half of this of the Bills game, we were actually stopping. I mean, we were they were doing run and pass, and I saw us stopping Cook. Sometimes we were stopping at the line, maybe he would get a couple of yards, and that's what I've been used to seeing from our defense when it comes to the run game. Because I think most people run zone concepts against us, which is. We're, I don't know, we just were better stopping that. And then you had Evans in there. We sprinkled Evans in there. He was making some open field tackles. So I was like, okay, so it was really when they said we're going to switch to this power, we're just going to literally go Arizona style where we're just going to put our big guys on your small guys and run the ball down our throat that we just could not stop it in the second half. And so I think when I'm watching Miami, they make me motion sick because I'm like, Jesus, I'll, Mike Mike McDaniel is this never nonstop motion. Everything is motion. But when I watched their game events against the Titans, the Titans were able to stop them pretty good because – you just have to have eye, di- eye discipline because Mike McDaniel is essentially trying to trick you every freaking way. That's play. the problem. He's just trying to trick you every play.
2: That's our problem. We don't have no, no. That. <laughs>
4: that. We, is we, a, we, we don't that have is a great
2: a- eye discipline. I think the, t- the Titans are a, a more of a run-stopping team. That's how they built their team, their physical team, their traditional linebackers, traditional front. that they're They're built to be more competitive up front against the run game. Where Mm -hmm. Dallas struggled against Arizona, this is what worries me. You brought up Arizona. It was the eye candy, it was the pre snap motion, post snap action, Mm -hmm. making your linebackers hesitate for one quick second. And next thing you know, you got a lineman up on Bell and he's pulling and he's turning them. Or at that time, it was LVE as well. And, and they are a It'll mixture. Be, yeah. They're a mixture of, yeah, we'll do eye candy, but then they'll say, okay, we'll do some power game because, that, you know, obviously Mike McDaniel comes from San Francisco. Yep, that's so, true. They are <laughs> a
4: mixture. They do zone and power. It, see it's going to be
2: very sure. – it's going to be challenging. Um, if yeah. they were to stop them, that'd be a, this would be a great a great boost to the to the mental psyche because you're going to go up against another team that mm-hmm. runs creatively. And the Cowboys, Yep. if you look at the three games – and Buffalo, they decided to get mm-hmm. more downhill, but they did some creative things on the edge. If you go look at uh Cook and what's the kid's name Johnson Cook averaged something like nine point nine yards on the edge. Johnson averaged I think like seven yards on the edge. Well, where do you think Miami runs? Miami runs a lot of edge a lot of a lot of and that seems
4: to have been like Achilles Hill for the past two seasons because you have to have eye discipline and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think speed to speed we matchup, but it's really going to take a lot of eye discipline. And I really think the last thing I'll In say close. I'll close yep. out is, as I've seen, as I'm watching this Buffalo film, we need Evans to get on the field because a lot of issues is because, and I, I don't consider them soft. I don't think Bell and Clark are soft. I think many people are saying they're soft. They don't want to hit. I'm like, no, I don't think it's that. Will linebackers. I think they're just yes, they're will linebackers. So they try to weigh and like see if okay, can I use my speed? But we really need somebody to just come down and come down and feel. And they're just not guys that want to come downhill and feel. They like to, if you're in the middle of the zone, you can, they want to crack your head off that type of way. Like, But they're not guys that want to come down and, and do the dirty work. And I think Evans really is that guy. He made a lot of impactful plays in that first half uh, from what good. I've seen. But anyway, yeah, I will close out. Um, yeah, I'll close out with that. Hopefully Dan Quinn makes some adjustments because I also didn't see our D tackles just getting totally pushed off the ball. Like it was really the linebackers just playing hesitant Harry it's not the feeling, which is what's giving us kills. I remember the first but, um, play with
2: Carl Davis. It, it was like, oof, not a good. Not a, I hope you, hope you bounce back, Carl, because that that play, I think uh, Cooks got up the field for like an eleven yard gain. I felt like, mm, I wonder if if Hankins was in there, he'd cause some traffic and make him cut back. And Carl yeah. Davis just got pushed to the ground. It was, it was like, eesh.
4: But. Yeah, yeah, he might have had a couple of, but I also saw some breaks where he was able to hold his ground. Him, big boy, um, what's his name? Mozzie. Yeah, so there was some, you know, yeah, him, Mozzie. Also, oh, they were able to hold their ground a little bit better. So, uh, hopefully, I think Dan Quinn, he's getting, or as I call him, Dan Moore now. Dan Moore, he's getting a lot of heat. He's getting a lot of heat, oh, and he's getting exposed about this small linebacker scheme. So we'll see what Dan does on Sunday mm-hmm. if he decides to make any adjustments because we got two tests with creative run styles, Miami and uh, the Detroit. Lions.
2: Yep, Detroit. Yep, and,
4: yep, yep. So we, we got we got our tests right before the playoffs, which is good for us. Anyway, I appreciate you, Scott. Thanks for uh, having me on.
2: Indeed. Thank you, Miss Starr. As, as she was talking about those linebackers, I, I talked about this yesterday on Vacha's show. We're not a traditional defense. We we kind of uh, make our name from being versatile and diverse and all these things. But there's times, though, sometimes where having that traditional style look mixed in with some quirky, crazy different looks is, is what you need. And this was a game. This was a game. You know, we, we kept saying, well, why aren't they br- bringing out the big package? And me and Voss were joking. Well, do we even have one? Do we have one that doesn't involve Micah at the second level? You know? Not really. We don't. You know, you got two. Let's be honest. You got one real Will linebacker. One. His name is Demont Clark. The other dude is a safety. I don't give a damn if he's a Will or a Mike. He's still 205 soaking wet, right? So it's not like, you know, he he's traditional style. And I'm not saying you got to be traditional, but there's going to be games where this happens. And you need these guys to be a bit downhill. And um, was Rashawn Evans great in this game? No, he, but he made a couple plays that I, I would have liked to see them at least give him a little bit more, give, give him more shots at it and get in the groove. Because another thing I said yesterday was, linebackers are kind of like running backs. If you're a backup running back, you know I'll get like five, six carries. i would make some shape. If you're a starter... Five, six carries is not going to cut it. You need to at least get 10, 11, 12 carries, find a groove, figure out how this linebacker is moving, how my guy's blocking, where I can make a cut, things like that. It, it'd be nice to see Rashawn Evans get in the flow um, in a game like this. You aren't going to play a ton of teams in the offs in this way. That one team doesn't. But you're not going to play a ton of teams in the playoffs that, that play this heavy style. So... Obviously, we don't want to overreact too much because if you get into a game where it's a more of a passing game, you get in a game where you know teams only are running the ball to kind of just stay in front of the chains, be efficient. Yeah, that's when it's nice to have Clark. It's nice to have uh, Bell because they are fast and they can deal with the tight ends, they can deal with the running back. But if you get in a game where they say early on, "Oh, you can't deal with us," you're going to need some size, and we don't have. It has never been built traditionally that way under Dan Quinn. We elect, you know, LVE, not a traditional, you know, thumper backer. He got the traditional size, but he's more of a will safety type of mentality. Damone Clark, that's not his game. Overshone got hurt. He cut Harper and we had to move a safety down. So, you know, sometimes you get into these games, you're going to need a little bit more size. And this might be a case next week. Not having Hank is, I think here is going to suck a little bit too, because even against teams that run East West, what I love about Hank, Hank knows leverage. He understands how to use his strength. He uses that one hand and he just gets in the offensive lineman's chest. and next thing you know, you're two, three yards by a line of scrimmage and you're making that running back have to hesitate. And now our guy's clean to make a tackle. So they ain't going to have Hank this week probably. So they're going to have to figure this thing out against this team. And now it's pick your poison. Do you go the speed with Clark and Bell? Or you say, well, let's give Rashawn Evans a little bit more and you next thing you know, you forget, man, they got a ton of speed out here too. Be interesting. 580, oh, what it is, what it do? What it is. Yes, sir. i well, up, sorry, it's Los. Los, was it Los Altos?
1: Los Altos. Yeah. What's good with you, man? Hey, i know, hey, keep doing your thing, man. You've been doing it. You and all the other content creators. But uh yeah, man, I ain't have much. I ain't gonna backtrack too much. Uh I do I am getting sick and tired of the home away thing, you know. It just comes down to great football at this point. When you scheme good, you know, your players buy in and believe in the scheme and then they go and execute, you know, that's what it boils down to, you know what, sure. what I'm saying? Uh I agree with you and Aisha, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why they didn't slow down the the uh, offensive play of the Bills. You know what I'm saying? Play they play their game style. You know, you got people all on the sideline. Landlord was mentioning something about how, you know, they didn't go the challenge flag. You should have your players saying, Hey, that's a fumble, you know, this and that. And that goes with the same thing, like, hey, they're gonna play this game, let's play that game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Get that the offense off
2: field. Not challenging that. I, I you saw me a couple weeks ago. You should have seen me when he ain't challenged that play, fam. I, I was livid.
1: Man, hey everybody else right along with you. Uh, I'm gonna touch on the main my main topic is uh Dan Quinn. Uh everybody got their questions and stuff like that. Cowboys really don't have much to prove the players, the offense, uh as far as I'm concerned. Dan Quinn after hearing that speech uh that speech, I'm sorry, of the podium, um, you know, what I took from that, probably answering everybody else's question, is just that what I got from me took zero accountability. It kind of remind me of that one NBA coach, I think it's Doc Rivers, if I am mistaken. But I heard a lot of it, you know, the players didn't do this, the players didn't do that. Um, I ain't hear him say anything about you know setting them up for success. You know that that shows a total effort if he does do that. You know a total account of uh, total accountability if he does that. Because I've seen a lot of um, not a lot of some of the D line lining up where the O line wanting to be. You know they're getting washed down you know, and is potentially playing with a linebacker should be at the a level. You know what I mean? So setting them up, you know that's going that's going to do a lot a lot of help. So I'm I'm interested to see uh, what goes on in the in the near future because uh, I do believe in my team. I'm always rock with him. So. And I think maybe it's a, it confirms his stubbornness, you know. I think we all kind of see that. So that, that's my concern with that. Uh, and uh, thank you for the last caller because he reminded me of when I watched Demone Clark in the second quarter. And I, I seen something I ain't, I ain't really like. So, he, uh, you know, they try to disguise what they're going to do. He went up and uh, Josh Allen caught him caught him off guard. And then he uh, adjusted. And then from there on you see Demone Clark hesitate on his blitz you know, go 50%. I ain't really like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, oh, well, DeMone, you can't know
2: play all up. You know what I mean? No, no, Demone was the spy. If you notice a little bit on tape, you, you'll see him. He couldn't fully blitz all the time because you had to worry about him running. So so DeMone, they elected to use him on For instance, on the, on the one deep overcrosser to to, um, I think it was uh, Diggs. Wasn't many passes the guy completed. Demone Clark was a spy in that play. And he was a spy a couple times on the play. And, and, and we said you're going to have to have a spy on him. But the difference is... We didn't we didn't realize or anticipate they were going to run the ball forty nine times. They they caught us by surprise and like you said we didn't adjust.
1: Yeah yeah right and I I, I got to go back and look at that play. I couldn't tell if he was inspired not just because you know the effort he gave on that play. Which you know what I'm saying again I said I didn't like. Um, but yeah man, I'm just hoping the boys you know get it figured out. You know what I mean like I said I believe in the team. And, uh, hopefully there ain't no bridge between, you know, and buying in the Daniel You scheme or anything like that. I ain't gonna see weight anything like that. But, yeah, man. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all I really wanted to say, bro. All
2: right, man. Appreciate you, Los. All right. Uh, hold on. Stay tight, then. Let me, let me, let me say the name. All right, man. We got you now. Um. Oh, we still here, y'all. What's
1: that? I also seen him feel, I was, you know, a lot of people have been saying uh, Michael Parkinson's that linebacker, this and that. I think he'll be great. Um, I can't remember the game. I ain't got it down. Um, you know, his aggressiveness, he's so used to playing in that role. He overpursued. Uh I was watching the Giants, and, you know, Saquon uh, Barkley's been, you know, one of the leading rushers in the past years and stuff like that. So, of course, we scheme for him, right? Uh, there was a package, or at least a personnel package, where they had Armstrong on the left fam, or I on the right. I thought she was they about to hit
2: me up. with something quick. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
1: But they you, had uh I'm just wondering why I see why why we didn't see this. So it was like Armstrong, it was uh Sam Williams, it was Osa, it was uh D Law in the middle, and you know, Mike at linebacker I'm wondering why they, we didn't go to that, why think they not right, in, you know, right. thinking something like that right. to get the Bills? But that's all.
2: alright, brother, appreciate
1: you
2: Um so let me add that to the you part know, Mike this Losa, hold on, one, one, one more quick little thing. Man, we had this package of Micah, Osa, Sam, uh, Dan Quinn, you know, Mike McCarthy, boss being fat, chew to the bed. He ran the whole <laughs> Come on, Los. Micah at linebacker. Uh, why didn't we see more Micah at linebacker? They look a lot of people kind of making fun of this conversation on on on, on the Twitter world. I don't see what's so damn funny. I don't see what's funny. Now, if you want to be critical about the idea, this is where I'll be critical about the idea. No one is is saying move Micah to linebacker full time, right? Like that's not the that's not the that's not what everybody's saying. Number 1, number 2. The the most critical aspect of moving Micah to linebacker is hey man, he, he his his clickability may not be there. It may not be as sharp right away. And that might be true because he's been playing so much edge. By the time you move him back to the linebacker, his brain isn't functioning that way. See, this is this is the product of him being so freaking good. He can be elite at the second level. He can be elite with his hand in the dirt. He can be elite standing up. He can be elite as a three, four outside linebacker, middle linebacker. Will hell, I think he could be elite at safety. So the conversation got brought up. This is why I don't think it's a funny conversation. Mike McCarthy flat out came out and said, yeah, we discussed it you can key 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 and he he hell all you want they know they have an issue in there and the and you know everybody's saying oh well why would you move the league's best pass da, 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 da. nobody's saying move the league's best pass rusher there full time but when the team is comes out and in the first two or three drives it is deliberate what they want to do to you and you don't have the size of the second level to deal with it or the, the click ability or the guys being able to get down to do it you got to try something coach Something, that's why they disgusted. They was like, hey, Man, they getting on, Marquise. They getting on, demone They getting on, J-Ron, he, wanna, he in and out. I don't know what he want to do. Was well, it going to be the elixir, the fixer? Nah, nobody is saying I might have shut it all down. But maybe you see something. Maybe he gets in a bit of a groove and you say, okay, the next time a team wants to do this, we know we can move Micah back there. You're going to run into a couple of them, but we know we can move Micah back there. Now this game, again, we're going to, we're going to study it up. I don't know if this, this would be the game per se, uh, because all linebackers struggle with this, but especially a linebacker who hasn't played a bunch of linebacker and that's the eye candy. I don't know if this is the game I really want to put him there because it's going to be so much eye candy. It is going to throw off that clickability. Um, does Ben Johnson do some of it? Sure. But it, it ain't nothing like what you see in Miami. So, I don't think it's a funny... There's nothing funny about it. Because we've seen him on film be really good at the second level. What's so... F- Go pop on the damn tape. And that's not... Somebody, I saw somebody say, when has he ever made a play at the... mill What? What are y'all talking about here? Maybe recency bias. Maybe they're trying to say, well... 80 snaps in the box this year. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Probably not when, when you throw him back there randomly and say, go play backer for us. Probably not. That's why I say it might not even work in Buffalo, but at least you can kind of get him going in case you got to do it again. But I don't think it's a funny conversation. I think it's a legitimate talking point to the fact that even those in Cowboys locker room and, and, and the coaching staff thought about doing it in that game. Now, the other thing you said was accountability. You know, if you go listen to Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn um, definitely did not. He didn't say, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't remember him saying, hey, man, I got to be better. I got to make adjustments. Uh, we, we got caught off guard. You know, we didn't, we didn't adjust to it. It It was, yeah, we ain't tackle. You're right, Q, we, we didn't. So how do you try to help that? Did you do anything to hey, Maybe put more bodies in the box. Maybe we'll run blitz. But what was the adjustment there? Now nah, he kept going back. If you listen to the, now nah, bring it on. You know, you know, cl- you know, chill. I'll bring it back. It's it's got to tackle. Okay. Where's that one graphic I got for y'all? Where's that one graphic? Okay. Fool me once, shame on you. What was a shame on me. And I'm really sound like Bush. <laughs> you you, you fooled me twice, can't get fooled again. It's ain't the first time, Dan. You know what I mean? It's the first time, bro. That's what I'm saying. Banks, what's up, man?
6: what's going on hey i'm i'm outside in the wind right this second you go right back to me i don't have a whole bunch of doors I,
2: I i can hear you. it don't sound like you in the wind It it, it, it sound like you on the radio right.
6: but, but, okay <laughs> see you. I'm, I'm good okay <laughs> all right well, as long as we good i can talk then hey look man hey i feel good today equals lost. yeah uh, i dreaded yesterday but uh they, hey they lost i don't mind watching the uh the morning shows but um Hey man, as far as uh Dead Queen talking about the tackling man, I bet them guys don't want to tackle man. You got them, got a small, you got a small line out there man, and the boys got all them holes coming at them, man. So you get worn down, man. You know, you start to take bad angles. You know, your mind kind of cloudy. So you know, hey, that's what happened. Uh, when uh you know you don't match uh kind of like match power with power, man, so to say. Sure. But um, you know uh. I just feel like Dan Quinn got to uh just kind of get out of that. Um like you said, I don't know if next game is the game to kind of take Michael, you know, put Mike at linebacker. Maybe maybe uh some packages with him there. But um but uh think about it, man. You know, we light at the linebacker of kind of this kind of makes me think about that day, man, when we uh you know, when we got when we let Devin Harper go. And, um, you know, I feel like that's a guy we could
2: have killed. Sure. I mean, I don't know if he saves you, but uh, at the very least, you have some depth, you know. Can you
6: hear me?
2: Hello? Uh-huh. Hello? Can you hear me? You're you breaking up, man. Let, 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 let's get your, your closing. Oh, he gone. I guess that tornado got him. That tornado. Ain't that what y'all call it down here in Texas, Oklahoma? A tornado. Uh yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Devin, you know, will save you, but like we like we just said, at least it gives you some some depth of a real linebacker. We we you don't have that. And um it doesn't always come back to bite you, right? Uh, but it did in this game. It did earlier in the season. It did a few times, but it's all about. Learning and adjusting, you're never done doing that in my opinion, you're never done learning and adjusting throughout the season. I did a show a while back, and in the thumbnail, I said something along the lines of that, like like building blocks, right? like in middle of the year. somebody was like, well, you shouldn't be having to do building blocks in week eight or whatever like no that's a lie you're hey, you're not completely who you are in week seven or eight of the season. In week 15, in the week 15, you're not le- done learning about your team because you, if you're going to the tournament, if you're done and you're packed up and see you at home, you're not done. You need to learn and you need to adjust. And this was a game. And did I expect the Cowboys to, because somebody had said this a few weeks ago or not a few weeks ago, a few days ago, do you realize if the Cowboys won out the rest of the regular season? They And to win the Super Bowl, they would have had to won 13 games in a row. I was like, damn, that's, that's a feat that they haven't done in, in a long time. I don't even know they've ever done it. But they would have had to win 13 games in a row. So, you know, realistically, do we expect them to sweep this gauntlet aspect? No. At this moment, they're 2-1. and one. For me, it's not about losing to Buffalo. It's a tough team. We talked about it, tried to talk to y'all about this is a good team. Uh, it's about the how that was more annoying. But Mike McCarthy said something very interesting. They asked him, um, is this a burn the tape? type of game he said no it's never burn the tape growth monday is a real thing win or lose right it's never about burning the tape he said i personally think it's more difficult to sustain success get our players or not our players but just people in general to learn how to sustain the success than it is to bounce back from getting embarrassed that's fair. This is easy to, to, to bounce back from mentally. This doesn't change our Monday. You know you got your ass whooped. You know you got embarrassed and bullied and, and beat down. Again, like I said, you go pop on it. There's not a whole lot of details to get into. They kept it simple. They completed seven passes. They ran the ball down your throat, Paul. Defensively for the Bills, wasn't anything crazy. They did the same stuff we've seen on film last week. You stop running the rock didn't block it up well in instances, and you couldn't get open because they played good defense. There was nothing complicated about this this game. You just got whooped. Now you bounce back. The Cowboys have not lost consecutive games since 2021. doesn't guarantee anything. It does tell you that this is a resilient resilient group that knows how to bounce back. It's going to be a tough one, though, right? In Miami on the road where Cowboys have not been great. It's going to be a tough one down there in Miami. At the same time, the Eagles lost three games in a row, and and our guy, Drew Logg,
3: you know, (laughs) he... (laughs) (laughs)
6: Uh, you
2: You shouldn't have been talking shit So let's not be like Philly You know Let's not be like Philly Let's go out here next week Handle some business. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about this Miami game. I'm not sure which way to go because I'm going to be real honest with y'all. Somebody somebody said in the chat, I think it was Miss Jackie. Shout out to you, Miss Jackie. Mike McDaniel is my guy. I will quite literally study their whole offense all week. Y'all know me by now. I'm a huge fan of concepts. I love a creative offense. I love watching a good team execute that. They got one over there. They got the players. They got the concepts. They got the coaching. It's really fun to study. But on the other hand, they got a coordinator over there on the defense side of the ball that I'm also a fan of. I wouldn't say he's my favorite defensive coordinator or anything like that, especially after, after what he did to the Cowboys. But Vic Fangio, who is the blueprint, you know, pioneer, as they say, but this was against a different offense, none of Kind of plays a similar scheme where they want to change the picture up. They count on a very smart secondary and they got some smart guys, but that's some good dudes. Got some good dudes. So I don't know which one. It'll be a surprise for y'all. Which side of the ball we'll study. Um, both both sides are going to be a fun study. Both sides are going to be challenging. But as we do every Wednesday, Thursday, we'll break it all down. Me and Nicole, yeah. So make sure y'all tune in. Let's get to some uh, super chats on the way out. It's a very petty day for me, but I don't care. Yeah. Say misery loves company. I'm not miserable no more. I really wasn't miserable after the loss, but. Shouldn't have been talking shit. All right. What's the day's date? All right, I got a couple of them. Cool. cool, cool. Bachman. Tyler Overdrive. Appreciate the super chat. Super chat. Says Dallas doesn't lose back-to-back games. We just talked about that. Every loss is a valuable lesson. Keep up the great content. We still them boys. Thank you, BTO. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since the Cowboys lost back to back. You're right. You're right, BT. Uh, but this one's gonna be tough. This, this one, and we talked about it a bit yesterday. Mondays are for the emotions. Tuesdays is for the why, like what happened, win or lose. Um, and then Wednesday, we just study the next opponent. This one, to me, again, kind of similar to last week. This is a toss-up game, but it's about the how. It's about, it is about the how in this one. I mean, I thought it was. Uh, you need to get out with the dub, no, no doubt about it. Getting out with the dub, whether you blow them out or you lose. Um, so you blow them out. Or it's a close game. It's the most important, in getting out healthy. But the Cowboys need to put on a good showing. They need to put. They need to know that hey, we can go on the road against a good team and get out of here with the victory. And if not, we damn sure going to drag you down with us. You're going to need a miracle to get the type of victory, right? It's, it's a big one for for the psyche. It's not a big one for NFC record. It's not a kind of a big one for for standings, right? But you don't play Miami. You won't play them again. You only will see them in the Super Bowl if you meet them there. So. But this is for you. You gotta bounce back. We'll see how they bounce back. Los dropped two. Super chat. Let me know he was in the chat and that he was going. You know, have an extra question. I think. Appreciate you, Los. Shouts out to my guy, Medi Matt. Walk ons. Make sure y'all come, come through. Y'all wasn't out. Oh, we're not gonna be there, by the way. No walk on Sunday. I'll let you guys know more about that. No walk on Sunday. It's a holiday. You know, Christmas Eve. So we'll be at home. They're closing early, so we won't even be able to be out there. So. No walk-ons. Super chat. Still, them boys drop five. He said, "Micah as an edge rusher in a game where the ops only throws fifteen passes is crazy." Hashtag put that man at linebacker. We <laughs> talked about it, but they ain't pulled the trigger. It's like when he said, "I had the the challenge flag," and I, was, nah, we're good. Yeah, man. Fupa chat is wild. Y'all, y'all, y'all crazy, man. Good one today. Malcolm Malcolm Brian and my CKEY. <laughs> so if y'all don't know, I call the Eagles offense the Mickey Mouse offense. That's a good one. It is the Mickey Mouse offense, man. 100%. Yeah, this one. There we go. Come on back later on. Me and Vox will be on. I think we're moving on to Miami. So we're not even going to talk about film from the Bills game. We kind of talked about that yesterday. So make sure y'all tune in. We're we're moving straight to Miami again. I don't know which side, but um, I'm I'm probably just knowing my biases towards Michael McDaniels. I'm probably going to watch the offense here after we get off off air. I'll wrap to Okoye and let y'all know. But we'll be talking about the Miami games. Time to move forward. We Got a big one for the Cowboys. So make sure y'all come through on the volume. I'm sorry, on Barty Live. We're underneath the volume, but it's Barty Live. It's the YouTube channel. And then Mo will be back on. A to Z Sports Prime Time. He'll be rocking. So make sure y'all come back and 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 tune in with Mo. He keeps doing fantastic work. He's he's kind of our he's kind of a big deal here in A to Z. You know, he's our lead writer. He has his own show. He's doing a lot of good things here. Make sure y'all support him. We want to thank two i for coming in dropping in and, and giving us her take DallasCowboys.com. make sure y'all check her out we got Tyler Smith coming on um, on .com for their show get almost said jigsaw girls talk boys talk on her show Tyler Smith will be there today so make sure y'all go through check her out with that said I kinda wanna push the goddamn button
4: push the goddamn button
2: should I go out forget it let's go ahead and do it baby
3: Send them- I'm in a spaceship. That's right. I work for Nessa. This serpent nature is not a fraud. Call it, my bodyguard. Call it, the bodyguard. Yeah, that's my bodyguard. Body guard. More than that of jewelry. Young don't do security. It than the napkin. Harder, harder than the dealer plate. If you want to come and get it, you know I stay super straight.
2: Love y'all. We out. Peace.